Welcome to Messy in the Middle, the podcast. We are two realtors from two different coasts working to improve and grow. We believe you deserve to have a thriving business and live a balanced life. Your journey from ideas to implementation starts now. Hey, Jeffy, how are you? Hey, Ed, doing well. Thank you. And yourself? I am doing great. It's a beautiful afternoon here in Chapel Hill. It was a late night for us last night. Uh, Tar Hill football game, night game, always fun. Yeah. But the challenge in sports in, in the East Coast is late. Yeah, I can't. You know, my bedtime is 9 p.m. West Coast. <laughs> yeah. So that, yeah. So that would, that would be a challenge. I mean, I, so it was really close. The, the heels were getting blown out and I went to bed, but then I like woke up and checked and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's tightening up. And so I like got up and watched <laughs> again. So you're so committed. It's a lifestyle here. You, you know, it's until yeah. you come here and experience like college sports, it's, uh, it's pretty crazy. So, wow. but anyway, everybody, welcome to our podcast, Messy in the Middle, where we uh, talk about how to live a balanced life while growing your business and watching late night mm-hmm. sports. That's right. So, and and this is episode number three. Episode, We're still moving. Episode three. Woo! Episode three, and it's titled Party in the USA. So Yeah, uh, which I had like a little tiny smidgy of an issue because I am Canadian and my husband is Australian. So for all those foreigners out there, foreigners. it's harder it's party <laughs> in the world. Party in the world, people. It's, it's it's a world party. So uh <laughs> Yeah, how, how we came up with that. So I don't know. We're kind of going down memory lane a little bit. And I, now you said your kids didn't listen to Miley Cyrus or Hannah Mo- no, they really way back, didn't. Hannah Montana. So yeah. Yeah, no, that wasn't their gig, man. They were very much into old school rock and roll and the blues and just kind of fun, funky things you wouldn't think teenagers would be into in the 90s and early 2000s. That's pretty cool. Well, my, you know, we, they got into that a little bit, although we exposed them to a lot of, you know, different music too. So anyway, where we came up with that cheesy title then is that um, parties, we want to talk about the value of doing parties and Mm -hmm. pop buys uh, to grow your business. So, um, and that is do you want to explain what Popeyes are? Because sure, that's a term sure, yeah, I because <clears throat> yeah, we we always assume that every single realtor that's listening to this is part of the Buffini program, but and they should be, by the way. But it's not a cult, I promise. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but a Popeye, a Popeye is where you go and see your clients, and you bring something. And it can be something fun and funky. It can be something related to real estate. It can really can be anything, but you, you come bearing a gift and we're going to dig into that. So that's a pop by. So that's, so that's what it is. Yep. Exactly. Yep. yep. And um, part of why it's really important is, and what this whole concept is about is that one of the challenges we all face as realtors is that where you're sitting today, it can be very difficult to see where your business is coming from you know, 90, 120 days out. And when you work the referral way, you know, by getting in front of your people and letting them know that you're still alive and you're still, you know, still a realtor, 
and you're you're bearing a gift and having that discussion, it's a really powerful way to do it. And so I, I know Jeffy, exactly. I don't think you like Popeyes as much as I do. We'll talk about that, but we both like yeah. events a lot and that's going to be our yeah. focus today. We do. We both like events. And, and I think that just to kind of tie up this, why we're talking about this is because even though we're recording this in November, this doesn't matter you can start this process at any time. So if you're a new realtor and you're just getting the business and it's February, great. So now you're going to start building your pipeline for the next three months. If it's January, you know, great. It doesn't matter. So we really, we decided together, we wouldn't be super specific about timing because you can start doing this anytime you're ready. And we say, be ready now because it will affect the next 90 days of your life. Yep. And yeah. 90 and beyond. And yeah, um, yeah. And it's, you know, we'll talk about business planning in future episodes, but Jeffy and I both build events in throughout the year so that we're doing Correct. it. So, right. so that's where that sits. Okay. We thought we'd start with maybe what the results of events are, right, Ed? Okay. That's right. See, we're, yeah. still, we're still working this stuff out. <laughs> well, I think we were, you know, one, one of the things is like, I really like Popeyes, which is kind of, I think, kind of weird. It is a little weird, but I think that's because of your cold calling days. And so to do something that's really exciting and you love seeing people, it's not like, hey, Mr. Blank Blank, would you like to list your property? It's more like you show up and you give a hug and a gift. I mean, that's pretty rad. It's pretty awesome. So yeah. yeah, yeah. And by background on that a little bit. So when I started in commercial real estate, I literally had to go into industrial parks and yeah. and call, cold call 10. I, I had to have 10 real estate conversations with the decision maker before I could yeah. go into the office, like when I was starting. And, right. you know, and that's like parts of San Diego. This was in San Diego when I was there. <laughs> that you, A lot of people have been in. They're like warehouse districts on the border. You right. know, I was getting chased by dogs. I was mistaken <laughs> as a bank robber and got cuffed. <laughs> I mean, God. true stories. <laughs> and so that's crazy. It's, it's crazy. And yeah. so, you know, walking in the middle of drug deals, it was insane. But so now no it's like, no wonder you love Popeyes. <laughs> yes. It's like, wait a second. I could go by and give somebody a gift and get business right. out of that. Sign right. me up. <laughs> Sign me up. Sign me up. So well, anyway. I, d I wanted to go through a few things of, of the reasons why, you know, you do a party or a pop, you can, you can intermix these any way you want, but number one, it, it makes you feel really good. It makes you feel good to make someone else feel good. So when you, you have these events, like right now we're, we're having, we're prepping for our pie parties for Thanksgiving. And when we get Joe, my business partner and I get this, these texts from our clients going, it just is amazing that you don't forget about us, that you still care enough to invite us to come to something. And if you really think about it, there, we have all these beautiful, wonderful humans floating around us that believe in us. And when we show the love back to them, it's just, it's, it feels good. It, at least it does to me. It feels great. The next thing would be that doing parties and Popeyes creates loyalty with your clients because when, you know, a transaction, it has a finite amount of time to it. But when you look at 
staying in touch with people, it's an infinite amount of time. So you're touching them throughout the year. You're throwing a party. You're popping by to see them. And then you're top of mind. And I know Brian says, you know, or you said this actually, what did you say about if you're my realtor who, what was your, what was your line that you said? Oh, I, I think that's actually Brian's line, which is, you know, there's okay. not a, there's not a framed picture of you on the wall. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, it's, it's, that's the yeah, line I'm thinking yeah. of. It's like, that would be kind you know, of weird. But yeah. Yeah, they don't, they don't, they don't know you. They don't remember right. you. They don't remember you. You just, you know, you just did the biggest thing of their life and then they forget about you. <laughs> Besides you married children. Them. Yeah, exactly. Unless you, unless you remind them. So it also really allows organic conversation. So when you, you know, you're, you're at these events or you pop by to see someone, you have these little moments where you get a snippet into their lives. You know, maybe they have a new baby. Maybe they've bought a new car. Maybe they're going on a vacation. Maybe they just want to talk to you about life. I mean, who knows? After freaking COVID lockdown, people love to see your face anyway. But I think that it, it definitely allows for real beautiful organic conversation and helps you as their trusted advisor to know what it is that they actually need. Did they, do they not even know that they need to know how much their house is worth? Do they not know that they need, you have a great referral for a gardener or a roofer or whatever. So it just allows for this lovely thing to unfold. And then I kind of, I wanted to share if it's okay with you, Ed, one of my party stories. Is that okay? Yeah. Please okay, do great. go for it. Yeah. So um, I'm always trying to figure a different thing, something that other people aren't doing that would be exciting. And I decided to do a soft opening for a restaurant in La Mesa, which is in San Diego for all yep. you people that don't know where La Mesa is. <laughs> and this, this gentleman who happened to be a client of mine, Peter, he was opening a restaurant and I said, okay, let's do this. And my clients were so excited because they got the very first taste of the food. They got to see the place for the very first time. They were invited and I actually have, I still have one of these. This is so funny. I gave them all these keychains. Now, this is totally a testament to who I am. I thought this was much smaller, but of course it's huge. So anyway, there it has my, there. <laughs> I know, and it's, it's copper. It's really cool. Actually. It has my name and my phone number. And then on the back it had, it's worn off now, but it had the logo of the business and then the business name. And I worked it out that every time my clients came in with this coin, because the company's the the name of the restaurant was Four Penny, that they would get a discount or a free appetizer or something. So it made it so that they had to keep this with my name on it. They and weren't gonna they lose would it get something. Oh, they were not gonna lose. Well, it's almost as big as my head. Anyway, so so that was really cool. And then here's the greatest part about this is that we had to actually cancel the party and reschedule it. Because the oh, no. fire marshal did not give the approval for something at the restaurant, like the venting system or whatever. And at first I'm like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Oh, I have all these people all excited and lined up. But what did it do? It made me call every single person another time, reschedule them for two weeks down the road. So I had a touch, a call, 
a cancel, a call, a text, a call. So it was like these people were, I was in touch with them and it was about something really cool and exciting. So I wanted to share that with you because so many people are afraid of the failure of doing these parties. And even and Ed and I were chatting about this, you know, off mic, and we were chatting about how even if one person showed up, which would actually be really cool for me because I love the the one-on-one banter, but even if only one person showed up, you still would have touched your entire database to get to that point. It's still a win. Yeah. It's yeah. still beautiful. If you still talk to people. So I, I'm, thanks for letting me share that story because I, I, that was one of my most favorite client events that I've done. Yeah. That one, that sounds awesome to be yeah. able to do that. I, I'm taking, it's took cool. note of that. It's like, it'd be really fun to do a restaurant opening. Oh yeah. And it's, so it's everybody, everybody wins. People are excited and you're right. If it gets, yeah. if it gets delayed, then you got to call them and cancel and reschedule. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that's just another touch. So that, another that's point awesome. of contact. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. So Ed, I would, I was wondering if you want to talk about the most important steps of an event. Absolutely. Like, so I love doing events. Jeffy does too. And Jeffy touched on this a little bit. When you talk to agents, the number one reason they give for not doing an event or, or, and when they're doing their first one, I know it was kind of that way for me is what happens if nobody shows up? That's, right. that's a really common refrain. And the reality is they're going to show up. Yes, I mean, they Jeffy, are. What's, what's, the, what's the smallest number you've had at an event? I would say 25, 30 people is the smallest yeah. I've ever had. And that's in one of the events I'm going to talk about later. And, and that was, to me, again, I would, I would love it if there was only 10 people that showed up. But it's just, yeah, don't, don't let that get in the way. Yeah, so that so you got to overcome that fear. People are going to show up. Now that being said, it takes planning, and we're going to give you all these mm-hmm. in a in an infographic. So there'll be a link for that to the Messy in the Middle podcast website. And you'll be able to get it. But you've got to plan. And the way to think about it, the way I think about it, it's a marketing campaign. I actually learned this from a roommate of mine back back in the day when I was at Gravenellis and you know was living with another agent and. We used to throw killer parties, and <laughs> I know you find that shocking. <laughs> in a bar, in a bar, I met in my clients bar. in a bar. <laughs> we would throw these parties, and his nickname was Rolo. And he's like, "Eddie, oh God. you, you got to work it like a deal. You got to like, you got to be calling, you got to be following up." It's like, and he's like, "You got to remember, people in San Diego don't RSVP. You know, they it's don't. like you, you've you've just got to work it." And so, yeah. we would like literally work the phones because there was no email or anything back then to like get people to yeah. come. And then you'd have all these people. I actually met my wife Lynn at one of these parties, but that's a, that's a whole I love story. it. I so, love it. Um, pretty funny. So anyway, I think, you know, that's number one is planning's key. You gotta, you gotta have a campaign. Okay. And I'm just gonna, right. since, since we're doing our Thanksgiving parties now or, or pie sure. parties, I'm going to kind of go through examples of, of how I'm doing that and have done that now. So, the first is I like to pre-sell the event the month prior to the event on my pop. So box. you think, see, because I do it a little differently. You, you're about 30 days out. And for me, and I don't know if this is Southern California thing because the, you know, they forget 
that you they got invited and they don't RSVP. So maybe it's different, but I tend to do mine closer. And when I was talking to my coach, Julie, she's like, whoa, how come it's so close? But I do mine about 14 to 17 days before. So it's interesting to hear you say that. I just want to take note that you yeah. can, you have to find your sweet spot. Exactly. What I mean by that is so like in October, I did a fall pop by of mums, right? Gotcha. So when I was dropping those off, if I, if I was fortunate enough to have the clients there, I would work into the conversation. Hey, don't forget, you know, I'll be, you'll be coming, you'll be getting an mm -hmm. invite to my pie event. Exactly. So Super I kind of like, I, I'm talking it about it before I said, you know, the invite's going to come out. I like to send it in after for, the, for that particular event. I send it out the Thursday before or the, the first Thursday in November. That yeah. gives three weeks, right? Yeah. Super smart. So, but I'm talking about it. So that's mm -hmm. what I like to do first. Then I do the invite. And so, okay. like I said, I'll, I'll do that the first week of the event. Like, Three weeks prior. Yeah, and I want to stop I use, you there for a second. Okay, go ahead. Yep. Oh, you were going to say that. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. But Ed uses a different platform for invitations, and I normally use Evite, which I loved. And then Ed sent me his invitation, and my assistant saw it, and she's like, "Uh, we're never using Evite again." So, what's the name of it? It's called Paperless Post. Yeah, it's beautiful. I love it. And they've got they've. I think it's really nice design, mm -hmm. um, and it, the way it lays out is real clean. There's no advertising yeah. with it. It's easy yeah. to brand off of it. It's a. I think it's a more. It's a cleaner thing. Yes. So that's what we use, and that'll launch mm -hmm. out. So yeah, the invite goes out, and now I'm calling behind that, and so I'm calling my people that have referred me before, you know, mm -hmm. multiple times, and you know, what we call A pluses. And then right. the A's and then the B's. But I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm starting with the people that are most likely to send me business and working right. down that. Let's, and I let's can, stop there for a second, Ed, mm -hmm. because yeah. a lot of people don't, they don't qualify their database in the way that what you're talking about. So just to go through, A pluses would be? Uh, multiple referrals. A's? So one time. So I've gotten one referral. B? People that say they'll refer me or... Clients. So if they bought okay. a house, they're a B. When they okay. when they send me somebody, they get upgraded to A. Great. C. C's are everybody else that I have. Just your general. Just my general. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. And we can also put this into our infographic because it everybody outside of the Buffini group, I'm sure, has their own way that they lay things out. But when we're talking about hitting our best people, that's, or when I say best people, that sounds really weird, but the people yeah. who refer us the most are A pluses and A's. So, right. okay. Yeah. So that's keep uh, going, Ed. Uh, okay. Keep going. <laughs> so, so then I'll call behind that. And what's nice yeah. is I used to do paper invites and, it, and then it was just too hard to RSVP. And what's yeah. nice is you can see if they've opened it or, or if it's been sent and hasn't been opened yet. Yes. So I'll, I'll look at my A pluses and A's and if they haven't opened, I'm calling them. Yeah. And then you can also text them the invite too. So when sure. I get, when I get closer to the party time, if they haven't responded, I'll text it to them. Okay. So, yeah. I'd really love to see fantastic. it. Fantastic. So I didn't know you could text that. 
Yeah, you can just grab it and throw Ooh. it in a text. Okay, that's rad. Okay. Yeah, it's a good platform. Yeah. So then we're getting our RSVPs and they're rolling in. Then what I like to do is send a video to the invites the week, you know, right before. So just a quick. So powerful. You know, mm -hmm. and, you know, I use Boom Boom for that. Or Bomb. Yeah. You know, bomb Bomb Boom Boom. <laughs> boom Bomb Bomb. Bomb Bomb. It's ah. Bomb Bomb. <laughs> they're going to change their name now. They're going to change it to Boom Boom. Boom boom. I like boom bomb boom. Bomb makes the boom boom sound. Okay, yes, that's great. That's great. Bomb bomb. Bomb bomb. Yes. So I use that. So then we get, we get the video out. Now here's the key. I'll well two keys. One, I'll send a remind when we hit the RSVP date, I send them a remind to RSVP two days prior. Yeah. Okay. And that goes to everybody who hasn't already RSVP'd. And you just call right. those out of the list, right? Yeah. And it's just a nice reminder. So there's another touch. Then we get to the day of the event. Mm -hmm. And this is this is where Rolo would be so proud because on the day of the event, <laughs> everybody gets a text. Hey, hey Jeffy, can't wait to see you. So excited. Yeah. See you at yeah. seven o'clock tonight. Yep. Bum, bum, bum. And 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 that makes sure people come. Mm -hmm. So my Absolutely. my no show rate is like five percent, if that. People awesome. come. That's awesome. You know, just listening to all those things, and I, I know you have another thing you yeah, want to talk about fine. on here, but it really comes down. If you're going to do something, you got to be all in. You can't just be like, hey, man, buy some pies and we'll see who shows up and, you know, it'll be cool. Yeah, we need no. <laughs> you need to have the plan, you need to have the protocol, and you need to put in the effort. Because uh, like we said earlier, if you do everything that you just mentioned and that person still doesn't show up, it's still a ton of touches with them. And they're going to feel like you've heard them, see them, love them. It's all good. Oh, yeah. There's like yeah. five different touches in the process. Right. And it's like, you know, we're fortunate enough we have teams. So, you know, I have my assistants doing a lot of this work. Yeah. Which in is the background. great. And even if you don't have a team, because when I first started, I didn't have a team. And you can definitely do this. You just have to plan it out. You literally take your calendar and say, this is the date of my event. And you work it backwards on the calendar with everything that needs to get done. And you use it as a to do list. Yep. It's awesome. Yeah. Yep. And then there's it's one fantastic. less. One last step yep. in the process, which is, um, you know, on all the events, when they come and usually I have some kind of little parting gift and then they get a thank you note. So this is the uh, this is the thank you note we're doing this year, I love which it. is the same theme that we used for all the invite and everything. And then on the back, yeah. you know, it has all my contact information. So, so that's that really cool. That. And, then, and they get a you know a personal note along with it. So when you do your personal notes, do you reference like any conversation that you had with them or do you, do you keep it super generic? Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. Like what's the protocol with that? So on the Thanksgiving event, I include the thank you note with the pie that I give them. Ah, okay. Smart. So I do them ahead of time. So for so next week, because we are RSVP, the date that this is running is locking in today. Right. Uh, then I'll take all next week and start writing. I'll write all my notes so That's that they'll great. have that with their pie. 
That's awesome. So one layer to all of this that we didn't talk about here is Joe and I, my business partner, we were talking about doing something where our clients will take a picture and tag us on social media so that you know, the world can see that, hey, we really take care of our clients. We love them. We do fun things for them and don't keep us a secret. And then somehow, some way, and, you know, maybe we can follow that up in a later podcast because I haven't done it yet. We'll do some sort of a drawing for the person, like every single person will go into a hat for a drawing and we'll do a live, we'll do a video and send it out to everybody so they can see who, who won. And I thought that would be a super super cool idea. Yeah. So I love this idea. Um, in fact, yeah. I talked to my team about it this morning. It's like, okay, yeah. cause we got a lot of people coming. I think, mm-hmm. I think it's a, you know, a great idea. Do you want to go into a little bit more detail on that or, you know, how you're so, going to do it? Well, what we're going to do is Raquel, who's our assistant, Joe, business partner, myself, and probably one of our buyer's agents will be at the party. And so we're doing pies and pies. So pizza pies and pumpkin pies is what our what we're going to do. So some people drive in and pick their pie up. We'll just run it out. Some people will come in and hang out for a piece of pizza on the thank you cards that we're giving with the pie, because we do the same as you will have, you know, be sure to tag us on social media and then we'll have the tag or we'll be have, we'll have, you know, at Jeffy Moultrie, at Joe O'Mara, and then also at our business Facebook links. So when they go, let's say they do it at Jeffy, at Joe and at our business, they'll have three entries into the hat, the drawing which we'll have Raquel and us as a team will sit down on the day that we're going to do it and just kind of look them up. And those will also be posted on the tables. So it'll say, Hey, don't keep us a secret, share us on social media, send your pictures. And we have these little clear plexi pieces that will have those in them. So it'll be easy to see. And then Joe, who I swear to you, this guy is the best at asking for referrals. Like I need to take notes listening to him talk about it. But he already has what he's going to say to the clients about, you know, do this, you know, this is how you do this and this is what you could win. And we were thinking about doing a hundred dollar gift certificate to the same restaurant that we were hosting the event at, because then we're supporting our local business, not only with the party, but also with the gift card. That's a great idea. And and so you're, uh, we're going to do that. uh, Because I mean, if you think about it, we're going to have I think we're at about 80 folks come are that have RSVP'd so far. Fantastic. So that means, you know, 80 posts to their Facebook and Instagram. So, so say yeah. three fourths of them do it. That's a yeah. lot of coverage. Yes. And are you going to have amazing. them do it right there? Are you going to take it? Is that well, kind of the. Okay. So again, we haven't done this yet. So I'm, t- I'm hy- hypothesizing about what this is going to be like, but because some of our people will just drive up and get the pie I don't think I want to require people to do things while they're there, but I probably will take some photos myself and start and ask if I can tag, Hey, Ed, can I tag you on my face? Yeah, of course you can. So I'll start the ball kind of rolling by leading by example of doing it. And that's, that's what I plan on doing. But now once it actually happens, because plans are great, but <laughs> You have to see exactly what happens. So yeah. there you go. Cool. 
Yeah, so that's that's yeah. the process. And uh, like I said, we'll have that kind of mapped out, but I've found over the years that that works real well. And thank you, Rolo, for, for passing Yeah, out. thanks, Rolo. I'd like to meet Rolo. I can set that up. <laughs> I know you can, Southern California. Okay, so again, you know, a lot of times when we talk about these things, this is all fine and dandy and the beautiful rose garden of conversation, but let's talk about the crap side. Because one of the things that came up when Ed and I were talking about this podcast is that, and also my coach, Julie, hmm, hi, Julie, I don't normally call my people. And, you know, here I am like preaching it. Woo! <laughs> but I don't, I don't, I know it's terrible. It's terrible. I text, I'm a texter, but yeah. To have that voice to voice is is so huge. And you mentioned something to me when we were talking about this and you said, you're having a servicing issue, Jeffy. And I really thought about that. I thought about what the fuck does that mean? But okay, this is what it means. It means I'm so caught up in the minutia of my business that I am not taking care of the most important thing that I need to do. And that is my clients. It is building deeper relationships and building that referral network I do the deal. I do it. And I do it with my hair on fire and I do it, you know, late and I do it not late, late at night or whatever, but it's just, I need to figure out how to delegate more of the minutia so that I can spend more time doing the things that need to get done by me, which is these conversations. Right. And, and so you're, you're taking care of your clients by working in the business. In the business. I'm always and in the business. You're in the business and you need to yeah. you need to dedicate that time to work on the business, which is, you know, reaching out right. and talking to your people. And you're, you know, you're texting them and you're communicating and you're seeing them at the events. Yeah. But but I, I do think it's a missed opportunity to call. And oh, they love is. hearing from you. And if it, even if it's just a voicemail, yeah. and I always yep. work in there. You know, it, like for this one, it's like we've had a great year. You know, next year's shaping up to be equally as good. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you're on the, if you, if you're going to want to buy or somebody wants to buy, they need to be, they need to have a plan and execute it. And yeah. the same on the sales side. So, yeah. who do you know that could use our service? So, and they right. want, they want to hear that. I'm missing a huge opportunity. And I would venture to guess that 50% of the, our audience is like me and 50% of our audience is like you, which is, is really cool because this is where, what's so funny is, you know, we came up with this name of our podcast, Messy in the Middle, which is what it, it really is. A life is, businesses, relationships are, well, you know, whatever, insert here or something. But I want to make sure that our audience knows that we're not just talking it, we're living it. And I'm not perfect. <laughs> And neither oh, are you, man. Oh, oh, oh no, I'm fine. Just, just ask Lynn. No, no. I know. I'm, not, I'm no. gonna give her a call later. Yeah. But no, I mean it's um, it, it, it's hard to do it. I mean, I always I overperform at the Thanksgiving event just because yeah. it's. I mean, I'm genuinely grateful for my clients and the ability to serve them. So it just sure. uses out, and yeah. so I'm happy to call, and it's a great time. Yeah. Exactly. We will address this and my lack of calling maybe on a, a follow-up podcast, but I'm I'm committing, I'm committing not only to Ed as my accountability partner, but I'm committing to you as our audience that I will definitely be making my calls for this party. Ooh, right. That's very stressful to me. <laughs> 
Can I ask, do you know what your cost is, in, is for um, your pie party? Yeah, it t- it typically runs around 3500 bucks. That's that's okay. usually where the budget is. Okay. All right. And I'm sure that for everyone who's listening, their, their cost could be different, less, more, depending on clients. It really just comes down to how you want to do it, right? Right. And, you know, it's my signature event. And, okay. you know, so I you know, my cost per person is a little higher. So I choose, but I choose to do that. There's, I, right. if, if, if I had a smaller budget, I could do it. Sure. So just to put that in perspective last year, Joe and I and Raquel did a drive-by pie pickup because COVID was in full effect and, you know, we couldn't have that many people together. So we actually went to a school where the bus drive through is and we stood there and as our clients pulled up in their cars, we just passed it to them. So our cost was only the pie. There was no event. So you could even do that. And also, I think I remember hearing another agent from Peak who did something really similar in her front yard. So she had all these people driving up the street and she was just <laughs> handing them their pies as they were going by. So don't let stuff get in the way of you doing this. Exactly. And it, yeah, I've yeah. been doing it a long time and it's evolved. It used to be I was delivering pies to people's homes and then it got to right. be too big and we had right. them come by the office and I'm like, well, I want to break out and make this be a bigger event. Sure. So, so we've talked a lot about pies because we're currently in that season, but I was thinking, what? how would you feel about just tossing out some ideas of some parties that we've done and um, maybe a little bit different than most people do, just for let's, some ideas. Let's do it. I want to hear it. So okay. why, why don't you okay. go first, and then I'll think about one. Okay. <laughs> so um, one of the events that I've been doing for a few years is Un-Valentine's Day. Un-U-N Valentine's Day. And the reason I started that is because a really good girlfriend of mine was single, and she's like, I hate Valentine's Day, and if there's another party on Valentine's Day, I'm like, you know, take someone out. <laughs> I, it's on Valentine's Day. I thought so, that's like every Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe at your house, but yeah, um, anyway, ahead. so I put together this invite. I thought, how much fun is this going to be? So we put together an invitation. It was on Valentine's Day and it was titled the Unvalentine's Day party. And I actually had a ton ton of people into it. So, you know, that was my party that only, I only had 20, 20 people that came to that, but it was so much fun. I can't remember how many people had the year before, but it was so much fun because I had couples come and I had singles come and it was just silly and fun. And we had drinks and appetizers and we laughed and hung out and there was no like fancy schmancy dinner and there was no chocolates and there was no, you know, whatever Hallmark stuff going on, but it was a lot of fun. So I I definitely would suggest that. And um, obviously if you have questions or you want a little bit more information on that, you can drop us a, a little note. Um, that that sounds podcast. like a lot of fun. It, it, it reminds so me a, li- a little bit of a running group on Valentine's Day I was in where they had, you wore a, a green shirt if you were available, a red oh. shirt if you weren't, and a yellow shirt if it was ambiguous. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> How many yellows were there? That's what I wanted to know. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. Well, have you thought of one? 
I think around the same time of year, a Super Bowl party. Now I'm, you know, I'm mm-hmm. into sports, so it has to work with that. Yeah. But um, yeah, it came up with that last year. So February, COVID's raging. You know, we couldn't do any events. Sure. And I thought, well, what if I did a virtual Super Bowl pool? So you know, mm-hmm. if you go to the parties and they have the hundred grids and the numbers going across yeah. the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and so I said, well, I I, I use a service. I do a March Madness one because we're in a basketball town. So um, there's a website called runyourpool.com and they have one for the Super Bowl. And so I used that and emailed it to everybody and I gave prizes out each quarter. And so I would, while I was watching, everybody's watching the game at home. And then I would just send a group email saying who scored and I'd have some funny banter in there about what was going on. So cool. And people loved it. And what I realized is, yeah, I'd never done a Super Bowl party before, but I'm like, yeah. okay, when, when COVID lifts, I'm going to do that uh, when we can, you know, so get together again. And what's nice, so there's a couple things I learned in it. One, people really, you know, they're into it. Yeah. You've got the power of the NFL doing your marketing for you because there's yes. all this lead up, right? Yeah. So even yeah. if people aren't into pro football, they're right. going to be exposed to it, right? Yep. And then a buddy of mine me told there's all these kind of side bets that you can have along the way that people will fill out a card on. So it's like, will the national anthem go over or under three minutes and 20 seconds or whatever it is, you know, and they'll, <laughs> they'll have all these, will it be heads or tails? So you can have all these kind of garbage bets that you can That's award so cool. along the way. So right. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do that next year. So it's in February. The day, I think it's right around Valentine's Day this year too. So there you go. So uh, we'll have to come back and compare notes. But that's that's, that's one, cool. um, and we'll have all the link to that website for running the pool. But it was a lot of fun. I love that. That's a great idea. Uh, just you know, something that's popped in my head is pre-COVID. Isn't it funny? We have pre-COVID and post-COVID. Yeah. yeah. BCAD. So um, we did. Our team did uh, pop by. Actually, I do do pop bys. By the way, we had two beers. A bag of chips, like, tor- I'm so sorry, Mr. Plant. I keep hitting you. <laughs> um, we did two beers, tortilla chips, and then I made my homemade bomb salsa. Ooh. And I made enough for everybody who wanted some, and I jarred it and, and dropped all those off on people's porches for Super Bowl. So I did that quite some time ago, and that was a huge hit. So, because my salsa will literally blow your lips off. <laughs> Put me so on the was, list. Put me on, that. on the list. Okay. Yeah, I'll send I love you it. one. I love it. All right. So here's another one um, that I was thinking of as parties. Joe and I decided one year to do micro parties. And what that is, is we took our, our top referrers, so our A pluses and our A's, so people, multiple referrals and multiple deals, multiple business. And I looked at, I took all their names and I figured out either who knew each other, because a lot of our clients know each other, because I think that just happens. People refer you business and they all know. And then, and, or um, they were into the same kind of thing. So sports or, you know, arts or theater or what, whatever it might be. And 
we set them up every other week starting in January. So the second week of January, the last week of January, second week of February, last week of February, and through March. And on average, there were six to 10 people at each one of those. We took them to a really nice restaurant in the area that I do business with them or we do business with them. We treated for the dinner and it was amazing because you have this deep connection with these people and that top echelon or that top group of people is truly where your business is coming from. So the pros of that is the depth of the conversation and the connection. The con is it's exhausting because you have, you have your calendar completely planned out. And at that point in time, I had three kids at home. Mm. I had, you know, school and college and, and everything going on. And so for me to, to do that was a lot. However, the, those people that I did that with in that year are still in that A plus A range in my database. They still refer me a ton of business. And I think that even though it's been a few years since I've done that, you know, they all still talk about it and remember it. So that's, a, you know, again, you want more information on that. We'll make sure that that's in our info infograph as well. Yeah, I love it. That's a that's a great idea. And, you know, we have yeah. I do a little bit of a different flavor on that. And um, I'll keep it short because I know our time's getting there. But uh, yeah, so I'm into, you know, I'm into cycling is one of my hobbies and uh I started doing organizing something we call mountain training camp with a group yeah. of cyclists every year. And it started very small, but it's always the same weekend. It's the uh, last uh, weekend in April up in the North mm -hmm. Carolina mountains up on the Blue Ridge Parkway. And I found a really cool house. It's like a compound that sleeps 18. Mm -hmm. And so we, we cap it at that number and we do this annual trip. And it turns out, you know, I'd say, half are clients and the other half aren't, but they're wow. going to be, you know? And so, yeah. you know, and so I spend a weekend away at this and we connect with and just have great conversations. And then, you know, so I'm doing what I love with people I love. And then business comes out of that every year business comes out. That's amazing. That is so amazing. I know we're running out of time here and I want to make sure that we address one more thing and that's tracking. Right. So whether you're a Buffini agent or you're not a Buffigi, 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 <laughs> it's almost like you're blow, blow for whatever yeah, yeah. you said earlier. Yeah. <laughs> pop, pop. pop, pop. <laughs> anyway, tracking your numbers is so important because you, you have these events and if you don't track them, and again, here I am preaching something that is so difficult for me. Ed's way better at this than I am. But if you don't track those, you won't know what's working for you. How many touches it takes to get a referral? How many referrals it takes to get a closed transaction? And that is something that for the 15 years I've been in Buffini, it is probably my number one struggle because I do things so organically. I'm out, I'm, you know, I'm not sitting yeah. at my desk. So I think you know your numbers. I'd love to hear them. Yeah, so I'm. It's funny because that's easy for me. For, you know, I just like yeah. I track it. So I know. Um, so my numbers are: it's if for every thirteen touches, I get a referral, and for every two referrals, um, I close a transaction. So yeah, I know that Fantastic. if I make twenty six touches, that I'm going to make a deal, and that's that's held pretty true. You know, throughout yeah. that's it takes about twenty six, right. which is you know a good number, but 
you know, but again, I spent so much of my time on the people that have referred me over the years. But to, Je right. to Jeffy's point, it's really important to track that and to know like what's coming out. Like, okay, did those people mm -hmm. go to the event? So, you know, where am I spending my money? Does it make sense? Right. Um, exactly. And the other thing that's cool on the events, and then I think we can close it down, is you'll see like these um, spheres that know each other, and then there's like an intersection. Oh, that's, yeah. that's really cool. It's like, oh, wait, my cyclists and my neighborhood friends, some of these know each other and you'll kind of make these uh -huh. connections. And it's that's really a lot of fun. So I had that at my pumpkin event. Two of my clients looked at each other and go, wait, I went to high school with you. And then they had this great conversation. So it is it's a lot of fun. But all right. This is the um, completion of episode three. I appreciate you, Ed, very, very much. I hope yeah. our audience enjoyed the conversation. Yep, it's been great. And again, we welcome your comments and feedback. And we look forward to seeing you next week. Until then, bye, guys. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed the show. Gained insight into having a thriving business and living a balanced life. We also welcome any ideas you would like us to discuss in future shows. Don't forget to like and share. We'll see you next week.